Hey, this is D from Fellow Corner Podcast. Come join us on the corner to talk about entertainment, news, and all the above. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Fellow Corner Podcast to get the latest on each episode. We'll be waiting. Let's discuss. Fellas Corner, yo, 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 let this rock. worthwhile unless you take risks. Nothing. Nelson Mandela said, there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that's less than the one you're capable of living. Now, I'm sure in your experiences in school and applying to college and picking your major and deciding what you want to do with life, I'm sure people have told you to make sure you have something to fall back on. Make sure you got something to fall back on, honey. But I never understood that concept, having something to fall back on. If I'm going to fall, I don't want to fall back on anything. I want to fall forward. I figure at least this way I'll see what I'm going to hit. Without consistency, you'll never finish. So do what you feel passionate about, passionate about. Take chances. Don't be afraid to fail. There's an old IQ test was nine dots and you had to draw five lines with a pencil within these nine dots without lifting the pencil. The only way to do it was to go outside the box. Don't be afraid to think outside the box. Don't be afraid to fail big, to dream big. But remember, dreams Without goals, are just dreams. Dreams without goal are just dreams. Good word from Denzel Washington. What's going on, OG? What's going on, D? How's the life? Uh, a little rainy, yeah. gloomy day. Yeah, definitely. That was that was a great speech by Denzel right there. Yeah. Dreams without goals are just dreams. I love motivational speeches. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, uh, you know, something uplifting, I guess. Uh, I, I uh, watched that recommended uh, music video movie from Beyonce. The oh, other yeah? Day. Yeah, I actually watched it. Black is King? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was longer than uh, I felt it was going to be. I mean, it was it an hour, 20 minutes or something like that. It felt a lot longer than that. Yeah. 
talk about motivate. She starred in it, yep. written it, directed yeah. it, executive produced it, right? Do you but do you understand the storyline about? Well, here, maybe I could ask you because maybe you can have a, a better look of it for me. Is that I get the idea, the premise of it is that it's supposed to kind of follow through the journey from being a, that young. So the 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 kid, the one that's like in the basket, the baby, is supposed to be the journey, right, from him being a baby to kind of going through life, right, as is, as and then the the um. What was that? Uh, the uncle, right? The yep. Lion King, yep. the Scar, right? Scar yep. is supposed to, the guy is supposed to symbolize Scar, like that other African guy that was kind of mean or giving dirty looks to to some of the, the other people on there. So well, I you did. didn't get it at that part, but I understood. The purpose of the, the video is to tell black people that you are a king when you grow up. Okay. So think about it. You, you're a king when you grow up. Mm-hmm. The outside noise always going to say you're not a king. Mm-hmm. Just like black women, you're a queen when you grow up. Mm-hmm. So you you have a lot of tests, a lot of uh, adversity, a lot of everything mm-hmm. before you become that king. And you 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 kind of learn, just like life. You learn. Yeah. You learn how to be a king, Correct. whether it's death, whether it's poverty, whether it's anything. You learn how to be a king. But once you learn to how to be a king, you're a queen. So the journey is that there's all these opt- obstacles in his way. No matter what, he is who he is. Yep. And it doesn't matter. At the end, he's still going to finish strong and still be the king of his land. Yeah. Every, as I said, everybody's a king when they grow up. It's just uh, it's different type of directions that you go to mm-hmm. to be that king. And so. damn the vision that she had. Oh, I yeah. mean, to cut so many different scenes. You know, Pharrell, I mean, I don't know what kind of wall that was. Well, it's a, cool it's a much needed video, yeah. especially at this time of yeah. uh, riots. Baldur, you, you have you been following Baldurus? Is it Baldurus? Is it's a place where next to Russia, they're having the same type of uh, uprising mm-hmm. as America right now. But it's obviously it's not televised as as the yeah. others as well. Same type of uprising. They mm-hmm. they said that uh, the votes was fixed and a guy. So it's became, like the people against versus the government. Exactly. Yeah. So, king. Everybody's a king. Black mm-hmm. w- black women, black men. You're kings and queens, and you mm-hmm. when you were first born. Um, you just have to find your power and find your your goal in life, and I guarantee you, you'll be the one of the greatest because mm-hmm. that's what we do. And she's we, one of the greatest. Yeah, she yeah. is. She, she is. She she passed my list of uh, of just music uh, afterwards. I had Mary Bla- J. Blige pretty high up there. You know, she surpassed. I watched yeah, it. Like, she got this a, is incredible. Her vision, a the lot music. of she got a lot of volume of music. That's oh, the thing. Yeah. And there's always and a great music, and it's still coming. Mary J. Blige is, I like Mary J. Blige too. Oh, yeah, I love her too. She's one of the queen of Oh, R&B. yeah, she is. But I'm saying, like, at this point, I'm putting Beyonce above her. You know, watching, I'm like, this is long, but it's different. It kept me interested. I watched it. You know, I, I want to watch it again because I want to get more perspective on all the different scenes and how one maybe ties to the other and the link, you know, going from one story oh, to yeah. the other. Oh, yeah. And she tells it all the way till the end. All the way, I, and at the end, I think it finalizes right at the house, yeah, right? Where the does. mansion, where, you know, the choreography done there is incredible. Uh, wow. It's a beautiful thing. But I'm going house chopping, and I'll tell you, house chopping is tough. Oh, yeah. You know, it's tough, but I got to honestly tell you, Probably one of my favorite time ever in in my life, right? Driving was fun. Uh, you know, I mean, just the fact that I was on the road, I jumped on the highway to 
to kind of get away from being scared because you know when you learn you're not teaching you in the highway oh yeah right so i jumped on the highway to figure out hey either i'm gonna enjoy doing this or i'm not and i jumped on the highway loved it and had a great time and then when i went car shopping the best on top of that is house shopping so i envy you right now that's fun times yeah, it's fun times i just want to get the right one i would say black black people you got to own your own stuff mm-hmm. the only way we're gonna fix every situation now is ownership mm-hmm. you notice how everybody else they own their own stuff I just want more black people to own their own stuff. Regardless of anything. I want them to be more financially stable, mm-hmm. uh, financially fit, because you could be financially stable, but not financially fit. Correct. But I want financially stable, financially fit, and uh, you want to have your education to kind of figure it out. And you, you don't always have to go to college to have education. There's mm-hmm. something called book smart and street smart. Correct. I know a lot of my friends who didn't go to college that are very smart as as uh, welders or they're smart as a mechanic and things like that. You don't always have to go to college to mm-hmm. be smart. I will tell you that. Uh, I know a lot of people who got went to college and they, they're working right now at retail. So yeah, they at the end of the day, yeah, it, it whatever they went matter. To, yeah, whatever they went to college for, sometimes it's not really what they end up doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, a lot of people make that misconception that um, you need college for everything. They, it's just oh. a piece of paper. Nowadays, you're, you're starting to see that they, they're eliminating SATs, they eliminate a lot of things that say you have to require to have a, a degree in. But it's a very expensive life lesson to a lot of people. But always go about things as a, a lesson. Uh, every year is a lesson for me. Yeah, And here's, here's the other thing, too. Not everybody can own a business. You know, we all would love to have this great idea, uh, put it to paper, and then put it to work, and then come out with something that somebody's going to want. You know, you can watch shows on TV where people have this idea, and they have the plan, and this is what they're going to Not everybody can do that. So the next best thing you can do, besides investing, which is actually another great way to be successful, is that you own a house. Because it, all it is, it's equity. You know, you're building money on top of what you already wealth. have. Exactly. Now, at some point, you can turn around and sell it. And then make a profit on that, you know, take care of the house, you know, build uh, the, the you know, profit, you know, based on, you know, whatever the house is in the market. Or the other half of it, too, is that you can keep it for 30 years, you know, have a stable place, sell it, retire, you know, with the money and and just keep that going. So not everybody can own a business, but I'm telling you, buying a house is something anybody can do. You just have to put the mind to it. When I was young. I think when I was young, especially around 18, 19, I didn't know a lot of things about ownership, credit, money, or basically just life in general. Over the years, I learned so much. I think from, I think when I started thinking about it, it was really around 21, 22 after college. I always knew how to make the money, but I never knew how to do what, do stuff with the money. Yeah. Yeah. You, now that I, I remember, that I remember when I was nineteen. I think I got a three thousand dollar check. You know the first thing I bought? Uh, I'm gonna say a car, a gold chain, a gold chain, a gold D. chain. Okay, it was the stupidest decision. Three thousand, uh, three thousand dollars. Oh snap! You're like I was, slick Rick, oh, right yeah, there. I'm Jamaican, so we we work yeah. a lot. So you gotta so, look good. Yeah, so three thousand though, look good. You know, you could have split that in half. Now, obviously, it was I was, it was a lot of college kids. So I was rocking with the college kids at the time, but I was spending. I was overcompensating. For what I didn't have, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I'm trying to teach these kids. You know, mm-hmm. don't overcompensate. Who no. cares? Save money. Yeah. Like the sneakers don't have to be a hundred dollars. The sneaker will be twenty, thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. No, I don't need Nike checks. No, no, I not at all. Not at all. You know, um, a similar story to that is that uh, when I had, I think I was like maybe eighteen. 
Uh, and I had my first, uh, you know, tax return. You know, um, I did my taxes. I had my refund, 600 and something dollars. And, you know, for those of you that remember, there used to be a store in uh, Pawtucket called Apex. I remember going to Apex and just buying clothes with that. 600 and whatever dollars just all on clothes. Because I didn't have the, the idea or the, have the fundament, fundamental value of what money was and how much I can spend and how much I should save. I just went and spent it all. You know, when I bought my first car, it was because my dad helped me. If he didn't help me, I would have never got a car. You know, and actually I was supposed to pay him back. I never did it. And I think he understood along the way he ain't paying me back. You know, but it's like if, if, I, if I knew now, you know, back then, if I back then I knew what I know now, uh, I would have loved to do it all different. Yeah, I remember 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually lived on my own since 18, 18 and a half. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that. So I was all the way in Rhode Island. All my family's New Jersey and Georgia. I remember mm-hmm. the days that I didn't have no money at all. Yeah. Broke is a joke. Yep. Broke is a joke. I remember one time, um, what happened when I had a one-bedroom apartment and I, I couldn't get paid till the next week. Mm-hmm. Lights was off. Yeah. <laughs> Lights yeah, was off. Yeah, I've gone through that. Oh, yeah. I had to figure oh, out yeah. what had to yeah. do, what, what have to do. Yeah. Either eat food mm-hmm. or turn on that light. Yeah. See, I, I, I was lucky in the, in the sense where... Uh, when I was, I think, 23, 24, uh, and I think my son was about three years old, uh, my dad had an uh, apartment for rent, you know, and I was living with him, too, by the way, in his basement, and he said, I have an apartment for rent. And I, and at the time, you know, the mistake for him is that he trusted me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he said, all right, rent's going to be $500. And then at that point, I said, like, yeah, I got this. I got this. Along the way, I don't know what, what happened. I ended up owing like three months of back rent. <laughs> you know, luckily he was like, don't worry about it, you know, because he knew at that point I wasn't responsible and I was 24. I should have been a lot more, but um, that's just the way life goes sometimes. So I'm going to give you top five ways to achieve and be successful in life. So I'm going to give number one, have enthusiasm. Because at the end of the day, all great performers discover the real secret of greatness mm-hmm. no matter how you do it so let's say if you we're doing a podcast right now have enthusiasm you know, if Absolutely. you're not succeed if i say come in here and say hey uh, i don't want to do this damn podcast no money in it in the beginning i don't like it how are you going to succeed you can't you can't succeed you got to have enthusiasm mm-hmm. regardless of what you do mm-hmm. you got to have enthusiasm the other thing too is that if you have enthusiasm in something just as simple as just trying to be successful, it could be towards family. Yeah, it could be to, towards work. You know, it, it's infectious, right? It is infectious. It you is know, infectious. like you, you, if you have kids, if not, if you have brothers and sisters, if you're enthusiastic about anything, especially being successful, at that point, it's contagious. It goes on to them, and then that leads to them being successful, at least otherwise being more enthusiastic about everyday life and how to attack everyday life. Have the have enthusiasm. Love you have that. to love, love everything you're doing. Absolutely. I love you gotta, that. Does, you, you can't have that mindset of does anyone make a living doing this? Mm-hmm. That's really the mindset. You got to say, I'm going to make a living doing mm-hmm. this. So have that enthusiasm. Number two, create a winning environment. Absolutely. So Absolutely. the biggest misconception, especially if someone coming from the hood, keep in mind, I was, I was born in Patterson, New Jersey. Patterson, New Jersey is as hood as it gets. Mm-hmm. I think right now I see a lot of people dying in Patterson. Every every week is a New Jersey is uh there's certain parts of New oh, yeah. Jersey that I know is bad. Camden, uh Patterson, yeah. you got the oranges, things like that. Create a winning environment. Just because you move out of the hood, that doesn't mean that you're you're a sellout or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That means you just want to be around successful people mm-hmm. to to actually mm-hmm. get to where you want to go in life. Mm-hmm. So create a, a winning environment. If you have five people, and they're all successful. That means you're the sixth successful one there. 
Yeah. Now, if you have four people and they're, <laughs> they're all dummies, mm-hmm. that means you're the fifth dummy in the whole yep. group. So think about it like mm-hmm. that. If you if you around success, you will be successful. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, Sometimes there's people around you. And, and usually the people around you are a product of who you are. You know, or you're a product of who they are. But sometimes there's people that are there to help you to be successful. And there's people that's out there that's there to hurt you. And then maybe not intentionally, but it's just who they are. Sometimes you have to get rid of those people that's around you that's there to hurt you. You know, you can't be successful if everybody around you is pulling you down or at least otherwise not uplifting you to be the person that you feel like you can be, at least if you're trying to be. So just be successful. Have people around you. Yeah, like would you say... Like if uh, you were in, in, you know, whatever the worst part of New Jersey, would you still be the person you are today? Because it depends on the environment. It depends on the environment. Sometimes it's not you, D. Mm -hmm. It's your environment. God. Versus here. Thank God my mom wanted to leave Patterson, Jersey. I think she, we went to Clifton, New Jersey, which is most likely um, probably 50% white, Mm -hmm. 30% Spanish, uh, probably 20%, 10% 10 black, and uh, the rest is other. Mm-hmm. We left Patterson to go to Clifton, which is a decent school system. And um, thank God she learned that because it's not about the school that kind of taught me things. It's just being around other people taught me other things. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like, uh, what I did like, um, it did give me that that lesson to kind of figure out what I want to be in life. So, mm-hmm. so just be around, be around a winning team. Yeah, like uh, me growing up, I grew up in CF. And I, that's the part where you referenced earlier of the, the book Smart, Street Smart and NCF. A lot of the time, if you really wanted to kind of stay above it all, you had to be street smart. Otherwise, yep. it's going to take you. You know, it's not like in the worst part of, of Rhode Island or anything like that. But at the same time, you still have to be street smart to survive in the way you want to, you know, be who, who you want to be. So the funny thing is I was, I was always friends with everybody. So I always felt like everyone kind of give you a lesson mm-hmm. a lot of people have their own little niche friends you have the jocks love the jocks the mm-hmm. geeks love the geeks yep. the, the the conservation clubists love the conservation clubists mm-hmm. i like everyone yeah the, i kind of learned from every single uh situation yeah. i was in same thing people used to say well i hang out with certain people i say hey hey they they're mm-hmm. just people you know yeah. at the end of the day they give you a lesson and then treat others as you want to mm-hmm. be treated and just keep it moving yeah but see, the, see the, the, the good thing with me is that uh like later on when i was like 14 uh, we moved to Pawtucket. It was different, but the same. But it's like along the way, you know, such a small area, you know, both. So nothing much really changed, you yep, know, versus yep. you. When you move, it was a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number three, challenge the facts. The biggest thing is is not to be complacent or do not be content with the status quo. Mm-hmm. It's meaning just challenge the process. If you think that you could do something better, just then do it. You don't have to be one of those people who just say, you know what, here's the thing do it mm-hmm. the reason why a lot of people have rules because you want to break them sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's really what yeah. it is because at the end of the day you can't you can't be in a situation that you content i have a friend that um that person been in that job for about 20 years yeah. don't, don't yeah. want to do nothing mm-hmm. Just he, content. Didn't, he didn't challenge himself yeah he didn't challenge what he he didn't challenge the status quo if you want to be a manager, what you got to do? You got to do other things to become a manager. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a CEO, mm-hmm. you got to go through the, the trenches. You got to go through the step yeah. to become a CEO. Mm-hmm. But if you're in that situation, you want to stay in one spot, mm-hmm. then just keep on following the rules. Mm-hmm. Keep on not challenging the facts. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people forget. Most people are psychologically 
already successful, but mm-hmm. they just didn't realize it it's yet. It's the enthusiasm that they oh, need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are successful. They just yeah. don't realize it, yeah. how much success they, they have. They can, yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day, because when, when you start looking at other people's success, you start trying to be in a situation like, well, why he's successful mm-hmm. or she's successful mm-hmm. and I'm not. You can't be in a situation mm-hmm. that you got to be content. Just try to be better than mm-hmm. what you are yesterday. Yeah, and the, the easiest way to do that is that have a game plan, right? Yep. I mean, have an idea of what you want to do. Like, start from where the goal is and how you're going to attain that goal. Like, right now you said that you're you're planning on buying a house or you're in the process of buying a house. I'm, I'm going to take, a like, a quick questionnaire here and ask you this. Did you just look at a house and say, I want to buy that house? No. No, you had to go through the steps. Yep. You had to kind of look at it and say, this is the plan. What am I going to do? So whether it's meeting the bank or applying the loan, you know, um, you know, open houses and things like that. You went through the trenches, all the steps that you do. So sometimes in work, right, in business, you have to go through that, you know, because you're not going to just get a key to a business, open the door and then start selling or making money. You have to go through the steps to eventually get to where you want to be. Right? That's what it is. So the next one, achieve happiness from being and becoming, not acquiring and possessing, mm-hmm. which a lot of I people love that. have that that problem. Buying a big house, go back to the house now. Buying a million dollar house does not mean you're successful. No, that just means that you mm-hmm. you got a big ass house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really what mm-hmm. it means. But buying a house that you like in your own heart or mm-hmm. in your mind that you like, whether it's, it's one hundred thousand or a million dollars. That's when you know you got that happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, being, I would say, me being successful or anyone being successful is your happiness. Because mm-hmm. you, a lot of people, if you're gonna notice that um, a lot of people have uh, depressed millionaires, depressed because they're not happy. Yeah, like um, what is it? Like three years ago, maybe two years ago, Kate Spade, right? Didn't oh, she yeah. commit suicide? She's one right? of the most successful ones. I think was two, it two, two, three two, years ago. Yeah, and but, she was worth over two billion, yeah, right? Very successful. Commit suicide. Money isn't everything, but mm-hmm. not having it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, be what ha- be happy. No, pos- no possession or mm-hmm. acquiring anything is going to keep you happy. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a big house, that doesn't mean you're happy. No, no, it doesn't. Not at all. So yeah. I was. It's a one thing. A lot of people build fences to, so that a lot of things from outside the fence don't come in the fence. Yeah. You know what I mean. That means a lot of people have a lot of baggage, a mm-hmm. lot of unhappiness. Yeah. So a lot of people build fences to kind of kind of gate that unhappiness yeah. and put it in one soul. Yeah, exactly. Just, so just just put it like in a in a locker. Just yep. lock it up. Lock it up and just keep it there. Yeah. So lock it up. Don't even talk nothing about it. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're happy. No, that doesn't mean you have. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you're successful. Mm-hmm. Now it's all about do not possess or acquire things that make you to make no. you happy. But what you could do, you know, just the way I kind of, you know, how I live my life is that you want to kind of have do some exercise. And, and I don't mean like doing push ups and lift. I'm talking about have a routine, you know, have a, a certain goal throughout the day. You know, here, here's the other thing, too. And I think this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot is that there's physical exercise, but there's also mental exercise, you know, yep. whether it's just give time to yourself. Hey, just sit back, listen to, to some music, you know, read a book, you know, whatever it may be. Read the newspaper, news, magazine, whatever it is. Like have a routine, but furthermore, do some mental exercise. Because at that point, like you said, D, is that it doesn't allow you to just keep things bottled in. It allows you to kind of open yourself. So I'm going to try yoga. <laughs> I'm going to try that. You try a little yoga? Yeah, I'm try that because I think that can, uh, you know, at least physically get me more energetic throughout the day. Well, just, you know, just become happy. And the last one, become aware of your limitless potential. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. That is very simple. Nope. 
If you if you're not reaching your goal, don't give up. Mm-hmm. So you will be surprised how others perceive you. Mm-hmm. But just don't give up. Don't give people up. Are already thinking you're successful. Some people out there already think you're successful. Yeah. That doesn't mean you say you know if someone say you're successful, you give up. Nah. Should I be the best you you can be? Most people seem governed by the beliefs that which keep them bound to life. Mm-hmm. That's their problem. Yeah, it's it's uh one of the best quotes I ever heard was whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Exactly. So whatever, however you feel, you're right. So if you have that that positive demeanor, that positive outlook, and otherwise you feel like you're successful, then you're right. You're right. Otherwise, if you're looking at it like I'm not, then you're right again. So then you have to change it around, flip it, and then at that point become a new person. You know, like success begets success. Yeah. It's contagious, as I said earlier. It's something that you can kind of almost like follow through to somebody else and have them be successful. You know, and now nowadays I think that this is probably one of the most important times to have that that positive mindset, you know, to be able to deal with some of the lot of negativity out there. Oh yeah. So that's my two cents on how to be successful. I want to go into your segment, the OE segment. We got a fellow five that we want to kind of go with. Mm-hmm. So Let's just get it rocking. Hashtags, fellas five. Welcome, welcome to another edition of the fellas five. Oh, this is gonna be great. I'm, I'm gonna like this one. The t- the five, the top five names of the week, and why are they the names of the week? Let's get it. Number five, Kelly Osborne. You remember Kelly, right? Back in the 2000, part of the the Osborne, the you know somewhat the creepiest family since the Adams family, you know, uh, number one family before the Kardashians, you know, with Ozzy, all of them, and and Kelly was the the lovable daughter, right? Well, why is she on the news? She just said she lost 85 pounds. Congratulations, congratulations, Kelly. Hot damn, 85 pounds. Uh, I think maybe. Two years ago, I think she she kind of changed her life around. She she was off the you know the the alcohol. Uh, she did she spent some time in rehab, and she said, uh, "I'm changing my lifestyle. I'm gonna start eating some plant based food. I'm gonna exercise more. Uh, I'm just gonna be a better person." I commend you for that, Kelly. Congratulations. Uh, Eighty five pounds. Can you believe that? So in this pandemic, I've been gaining weight. She's been losing weight. Uh, my nine year old. Uh, check this out. My nine year old. He's seventy two pounds. She lost 85. Uh, 85. Wow, Kelly. <sighs> Come out with a book. Tell me how to do that. You know, maybe 20 or 30. I could do that. But wow, wow, 85 pounds. Once again, hot damn. Congratulations, Kelly. That was number five. Number four, Iron Mike Tyson. So has there ever been a more controversial sports athlete in the history of sports than Mike Tyson you know since the the his early childhood and going through the ranks you know having that great uh 10 round bout with Buster Douglas losing you know he could have took it in the eighth round but he ended up losing but that was the first versus right that was the first one then you fast forward uh maybe what two years later then it was Mike Tyson versus the law right he went to jail Spent, I think, three years in jail behind bars, you know, and, you know, we know what he did. And and he came out a changed man. He came out, then it was Mike Tyson versus Peter McNeely. I remember that fight. I remember it was on Fox. It was Saturday night. I was ready. It wasn't on pay-per-view. McNeely left that corner, charged that Mike. Mike, quick right hook. 
a minute and a half second, a minute and uh, thirty seconds later, Peter was down, and that was the that was uh, that wasn't really a verse. That was just annihilation, you know. And then 1996, Tyson versus Holyfield twice, right? Twice, you know. We know Holyfield the headbutts. I saw some of those, but it was accidental. We know that. But Tyson didn't care, and Tyson went for the ear. Wow, Ugh, uh, I'm not feeling that Tyson. Then my favorite verses was Tyson versus Lennox Lewis. You know, what a fight for Lennox. Anyway, Tyson, not the same guy. But let's fast forward. 2020, Tyson versus The Shark. Did you guys check that out? That was last Sunday night on Discovery. You know, Shark Week, you know, all the different sharks, and, and we know about Jaws and, and all of that. Well, it was Tyson versus The Shark. How does that go? How does that go? Do you, do you jump in there with boxing gloves? Do you attack The Shark? Well, if you didn't watch the episode, I tell you, all it was was Tyson preparing, throwing up, getting ready to jump in the water just so he can, you know, put to sleep a shark. And uh, I'm happy he didn't get bit over there because... Uh, we need Tyson. You know, as much controversy as he's entertaining. But that was good. That was number four. Number three on the fellas five, probably my favorite right now, is the NBA. So we talked about the pandemic, you know, the coming back and everything like that. We talked about uh, kind of some of the, the things that's happened in MLB. What's going on in NFL? I commend you, the NBA. The NBA has just completed its eight-game postseason bubble you know, formula or format rather, you know, not one person has been uh, at least not reported to have the COVID-19. Great job, NBA. You know, they have a strategy. They had a game plan. They stuck to it. By the way, Lou Williams, you know, he was a part of some of that controversy, but it didn't affect the NBA. NBA kept on moving. People kept on liking it. What great matches we're going to see. The playoffs is about to start. I'm excited. You know, Portland just came in. You know, they beat Memphis the other day, yesterday. Uh, you have, uh, I guess you can say it's going to be a tough matchup between the Lakers and Portland. Uh, what's going on in, in the East? You got uh, Milwaukee. Is Giannis going to play? I heard he's suspended, but we'll see what happens. I hope my Magic can take him, you know. And we know about Batman and Robin, Kawhi and PG. Who's Batman? Who's Robin? Is it Kawhi? Is it still Kawhi? We'll find out. NBA, number three on that fellow's five. Congratulations. Oh, actually, the, let, let me bring this. This is actually, I think, the the most important part that I think we should actually look into. And I think it was what um, the commissioner, Adam Silver, how he embraced you know, how he he embraced the idea of activism, you know, for his players. How he was able to allow the players to show social justice by showing America that we're all going to kneel down because a change is needed. I love the way the coaches held hands together, black coaches with the white coaches, the players kneeling. I like the names on the back, such great names, or at least otherwise messages, you know, for social injustice that, that we saw out there. Enough, you know, was one of them. What's my name? And it goes on and on. You know, and you have some players that decided not to do it. I'm not mad, I'm not mad at you, LeBron, you know, it doesn't matter. But at the same time, I'm really happy at what they did. It shows how a league, unlike the NFL, a league can, can, can come together with the commissioner, the owners, the players, and show what's really important in this country. Let's get it. Number two, Dame Dollar. 
Damon Lillard. You know, we know what he can do. We definitely saw it the other day. We saw it on Tuesday. I think we saw it on Thursday. And we saw it on Saturday. So, Dame, so the first thing is the week started with him getting to beefs, right? Now, he's had a lot of different beefs over the years. You know, there was the one against Marvin Bagley. That was a great diss track he came out with. He said a couple things about Shaq. Now, he just started a beef with Skip Bayless, Patrick Beverly, uh, PG-13. It just goes on. But when it comes down to it, when it's time for the dude to show up and hit them 35-footers, Dame is all about that money because he made it. And then what did he do at the top of that? He brought his team to now face, like, like Jay-Z said it best, right? Uh, what is it? Out of, out of the frying pan into the fire. So, you know, we'll see what happened with the Lakers. But what a great, great comeback by Portland Trailblazers. It, 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 a side note, side note. I said Batman and Robin. Is, is Dame and CJ McCollum, are they now part of the Batman and Robin list? You know, with, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis, you know, are they part of that list now? You know, Russell Hart? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. And then number one, number one on the fellas five, my boy D said it to me, said it today, as a matter of fact. And I thought it was a great intro to start off with the number five. He said that there's two type of people in this world. There's doers and there's procrastinators. And my friends, Kamala, Kamala, <laughs> I pronounced it correctly. Kamala is... Harris is a doer. You know, it doesn't matter what you put in front of her. She's done it all. At least for the, the research I've done, it looks like she just keeps on doing. You know, one of the first, uh, the first, if I'm not mistaken, African-American woman to uh, to be the district attorney in California. Uh, the first African-American attorney general in the state of California. And then now she's going to be the, the vice presidential uh, running mate for Joe Biden, you know, in this upcoming campaign, the 2020 election representing the Democratic Party. Uh, she, I also said uh, at least in a couple episodes ago that I wasn't a fan of, uh, of Trump. And it doesn't seem like like Kamala is a fan of Trump. You can hear some of the things she said about him uh, coming up to the the at least the campaign and and going forward to that. There's going to be a great debate uh, this uh, October third, October third, October fourth in Salt Lake City against um, against Pence. I'm looking forward to seeing that. And here's the thing. I, I didn't know much of her. And I'm going to admit, I didn't know much of her. I follow politics a little bit. I didn't know much of her. But I'm, I'm my eyes are pressed. I'm, I'm seeing what's going to happen. I love what she's doing and what she's done in the state of California. Here's my here's my favorite part of, of for people that may not know who she is and what she's about as you guys kind of watch the this debate and and the you know the, the reform and everything that she's going to speak about is that uh so i'm a big uh, zodiac you know fan i'm a scorpio she's a libra and i thought this was fitting when i looked this up and it said the strengths of a libra and tell me if this does not I, otherwise identify who she is right so the strengths cooperative diplomatic gracious, fair-minded, and social. Does not speak to her, right? And then here's what Libras don't like. They don't like violence. They don't like injustice. They don't like loudmouths. And we know who uh, who that represents, do we not? So that was it. The fellas five, the top five names of the week. Tell me what you think. Reach out to me on IG, Twitter. You can even email me at fellascorner at gmail. Let's go. Yeah, congratulations to Kamala Harris.
it's a good little uh, nomination. Uh, I think is that's a good that's a good pick. Yeah, I think it's a good pick. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, and she, I, I think uh, she did change a lot of money too. Uh, yeah, she changed her ways. I think in the beginning she used to be she used to lock a lot of our black people up. It's funny uh, you say that because uh, I think she she was against like uh, one type of like law that was being passed. Body, the body cam. She was against that one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But the, no, the one I was thinking of was that um, she wanted where the the three strikes. If you were juvenile, that was like fourteen. You were gonna get tried as an adult, you yeah, know. So yeah. as opposed to kind of give them, you know, a second or third chance. But she said, fourteen and old and older, you're getting tried as an adult. You know, you sometimes know? that's what worries worries me about uh, district or uh, former district attorneys becoming mm. president and stuff because they still have that yeah, mindset that to mindset, prosecute to prosecute. So, that's right. Yeah. So at first, I was like, uh, yeah. I was a little ahead of us, but the problem is. You got someone in office that's worse. <laughs> so, yeah. so a lot yeah. of people, that's how America works right now. Mm-hmm. You have s- such a bad uh, president right now that mm-hmm. we're overlooking all the others. Yeah, you're looking so. at what's the lesser of the yeah. evils in it's, a way, right? Yeah, so that's, but it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he had no choice but to get some of color. Mm-hmm. And they was thinking about and Gresham. She's very qualified. Well, she's very qualified. She's very qualified. And now, uh, do you, you know, it's funny. I, re- I first remembered her name. Uh, last year, when she actually uh, put her name into the ballot to run oh, yeah. for she president last it. year, and and she she then you know months you know five six months later she then uh, uh, rescinded her name from yeah, the ballot yeah. based on uh, funding. Yeah, they they wanted Biden. Yeah, they were yeah. old white guy. So she tried to be yeah. president, but yeah. now she's gonna try to be vice president. Imagine if uh, when Michelle Obama want to do it. A lot of people have That'd that grumbling. Oh, I don't that, think you can make a Michelle Obama so, vice president. So, you got to be a president. For so, that do you one. think it's going to be kind of like that Bill Hillary thing, where Bill kind of groomed yep. Hillary? You yep. think Obama will kind of groom? Michelle? I think it'll be better because I think Michelle will win yeah. <laughs> instead yeah. of Hillary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Trump, we can't have another four years of Trump. All Michelle can't do is get involved in any email type. Yeah, of, you know, <laughs> you know no, not another four years of Trump. No, not at all. Not, not at all. A lot of people. Um, I was arguing with someone the other day. A lot of people forgot that we had a kind of a stimulus package when 9-11 hit, too. We, no, I, I remember that. That was uh, 800 maybe? Yeah, I remember that. It was, and then people would try to say he's the first one who did it. Like, no, come on. Man. No, no, no. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Stimulus. It's a very known tactic. And they, the reason why they do it so close to the election because they want those votes. Of course. Right. You see them taking off um, mailboxes. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, he take, the, he's trying the, to take out mailboxes. Yeah, the controversy, at least otherwise, like yeah. the conflict with the post office with the millions of ballots that need to be mailed out. I think the post office or the USPS is, is uh, requesting or otherwise demanding a yeah. five. Yeah. I don't know if it's million or is it? Yeah, I don't know what like they're doing. For it. But that was a good pick. I think it's going to be a, a good little election. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Eve, you can't always say this. Do not try to bring down someone mm-hmm. because it's a, a person of color. Yeah. Don't bring them down because it's a person of color. A lot yeah. of it's going to be a lot of crazy campaigns mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And I, no matter what you say, they are the lesser of the two evils. Yeah. So yeah. they are the lesser of the two evils. If you was really, really want the better, you, you had Bernie Sanders that was there. Yeah. You, you had uh, Elizabeth Warren. Warren. And, yeah. and then you did not. <laughs> did not even give him a, a eye because you mm-hmm. wanted that guy Uncle Joe mm-hmm. on there. Because yeah. I don't like Uncle Joe either. Yeah, but uh, I don't like. I, I, I rather him than Trump. That's the feeling I'm getting too. Is that a lot of people don't like Joe? I'm not a fan of Joe directly. Yeah. You know, it's more indirect based on him. Uh, you know, running with Obama. But at the same time, it's just kind of like you know, 
Joe is less evil than Orlando was more qualified since the yeah. least qualified yeah. one is in office yeah. now. So Joe is definitely more qualified. Yeah, I tell you, they trying to say we are. He said that Joe Biden's gonna make us become a laughing stock of America. I think it's too late for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's mm-hmm. too late. Four years with uh, Apprentice, uh, you can't <laughs> show hoax over here. Can't get worse, right? Can't get worse. You yeah. can't get worse. So I heard that somebody have a question for Ask D segment. Yeah. So D. So um, I, so as we were talking about the other day, we had a couple emails, and I thought uh, this would be a great. You agreed this would be a great idea to to read them on air. Yeah. In a new segment we we have called Ask D. So. Uh, anybody has questions, you know, DM us, email us, ask D, and D will be happy. Fellas Corners Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you could contact us over there. And D so what's the question? Happy to answer. All right, so, so first question uh, is from Kevin in Providence, and it goes, Hey, fellas, I'm really enjoying the show, especially the show with Snoop versus DMX episode. I have a question. Back in the day, New York and Cali had all the hottest hip-hop artists, Today, what area or areas has the best artist? Ooh. So New York had a little uh, little drought for about good eight years. And it, it was a tough time for New York because they made the, the, a lot of the South came up. So you had the South. You're talking about like New Limit? Yeah. No, I mean, no Limit. And no, no, no. That's Cowboys? old. That's old. I'm yeah. talking about now. The South, like if you think about it, you Houston, have – uh, yeah, Houston, you have, yeah, you got the Travis Scott in Houston, had a lot of Miami boys, North Carolina's in there too. Uh, you have a couple of West Coast as well, but New York was kind of kind of struggling at the time. So now I think is it's coming back up. New York is definitely coming back up. But it's still some of the South, um, they have that sound right now. Um, you got even Canadian boys coming back up. There's only like one or two Canadians. But I still think that New York and the East still have a, a good stronghold in the hip-hop realm. It just music is changing now, so it's not it's all different. So I think South is still having with that sound. Uh, New York is coming back up because you have a lot of rappers in New York that sound almost like the Southern rappers, but they're a lot of New York rappers. Um, I you know what I really want to come back the West Coast rappers because it's not that much West Coast rappers that are actually on there. They have a lot of Midwest rapper, but I think uh, it's still gonna always be East or the South at the moment. Um, I don't think no one's gonna really change it. It's not going to be hardcore rap anymore. It's going to be more of a, a more of a singy type rap. But I think New York and the South still have a, a strong stranglehold in the whole hip hop community uh, now because it's becoming popular. It used to be um, hardcore rap and whatever rap, drug dealing rap. Now it's just popular. You got the the Houston. You got the the you got the Nicki Minaj, the Meg Thee Stallion, the Cardi B's. Uh, you have the Migos. You have the Drakes of uh, Canada. You have the ASAP Ferg. You have the Travis Scotts. You have uh, you got the J Cole with North Carolina J Cole. Yeah, K Dot is probably the only one in the West that people really want to listen to at the moment. But it's becoming popular. So it's going to be everywhere. It's becoming very popular. I remember when people used to think pop was all Katy Perry's of the world or the Taylor Swift. Yeah. Now pop is hip-hop. And they can't yeah. argue about it because that we're the number one genre at the moment. It's not country anymore. It's not rock anymore. It's, it's, it's hip-hop. So you're going to always have the South and the New York is kind of have a stranglehold. And then you have a sprinkle there of a Canada or you have a sprinkle of, uh, of West Coast. But not too many West Coast. Um, but it's New York and East. Definitely New York and East on there. Thank you, Kevin, for the question. Uh, next question. This is from a female. It's from Stacy in Maryland. Yo, where are we? Maryland. 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 Yeah, you gotta love that. All right, so it says, hey, fellas, corner, really been enjoying the show. I have a question for y'all. I've been with my man for five years, and I feel like he's a lot more distant. 
What mm. advice can you give me to spark our relationship from a male's point of view to keep him happy? Thank you. Well, the question, I don't even think you could keep anyone happy at the end of the day. Um, when someone wants to be with you, they make sure they're not distant. So it's two, it's either they're cheating <laughs> or they don't want to be with you anymore. So if someone's distant, they're, they're being distant for a reason. Um, it's that old saying, if if you're distant now, that means you're going to be distant later. So they, it's either they don't want, it's, it's kind of hard to get that spark. I think that the, probably the easiest way to do it is have that conversation, the tough conversation. Hey, do you still love me? Uh, do you want to be in this relationship still? Sometimes it's tough if you have child, kids, because sometimes you got to make that decision. Now you have to be on your own. So if he's distant, it's not your fault. Uh, most likely it's going to be a situation that he either feel that the relationship is going nowhere. Uh, he's not in a committed relationship and his mindset is not really committed to you at the moment or just plain old, you know, it's, it's over. So don't try to make a person happy on your own soul. Cause at the end of the day, you can't make anyone happy. You got to make yourself happy. That goes back to your own happiness. Cause once you trying to take part of your soul to make someone else happy it always gonna lead to disaster i would never get to that situation because i did it before i was trying to make someone happy i did this i i got rid get rid of some of the stuff that i used to do in situations that i never did before um i try to overcompensate on a lot of things and just don't work because you never can make someone happy so if that person's distant let them be distant then you become distant. And if they, if it's worth it, they'll try to get you back. If it's not, move on. There's a lot of fishes in the sea. A lot of fishes in the sea. It's, it's going to take a long time to catch one. That's why it's called fishing. You know how long it is to, t- to fish for a, a nice little big catch? Take hours. So think of hours of days, months, years. Don't rush into a relationship because you got to love yourself before you love anyone else anyway. And if that person don't love you, do not try to, and then i know it's kind of hard because a lot of people say i know i love him i love her and i want to make this work but it's a two-way street both of you got to make it work for it to work so don't rush in a relationship if he's distant let him go thank you stacy for the question great 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 answer to that i hope uh, she's happy and they answered the question and uh i love the way you said that is that keep and make sure you're happy. Don't give up all or sacrifice your happiness for somebody else. But thank you, Stacey, for the question. Keep the questions coming. Uh, every week we'll pick a few questions and we'll read on air. And we'll ask D. Yeah, ask me any question. I always say there's a lot of people, I'm the middle child. And when they have, when the cousins and the, the brothers and sisters have a question, they always come to me. I've been through a lot in my time since 18 years old. And you'd be surprised with the things I've been through with certain things but i always try to answer all the questions if you ask a question i always answer it but there you know nothing less so one thing you listen to the the new drake song no uh i uh, i heard a snippet on it on tv uh and you know it's funny believe this or not i'm not gonna lie i actually went and subscribed to apple music so i can Finally. actually yeah so i subscribe i'm paying the 10 bucks so i can actually you know is that is that a promotion are we gonna get sponsor money Nah, they ain't seen no songs. Come on, they're gonna Apple. look at us like, who the hell is these mofos? All right, but uh, so so I can listen to the album. I heard it on, but it, it hasn't been out there. They just played a little preview on TV. Yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm I gonna didn't play, see it on Apple Music. I'll play ten seconds. Watch, 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 watch. It's on Apple Music now. That is, uh, it's, uh, I'm on spot. Look, you hear yeah. that? 
Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. All right, we can't pay no more because, uh, you know. Yeah, it was, uh, was it Breakfast Club, I think I heard it? Um, yeah, and I was like, I got to listen to the whole thing, but it wasn't on Apple Music. Baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. You got to listen to the song. It's a good song. the intro, too. Yeah, that was the intro. It was, it was a good little catchy song. All right, his, who, who else was on the track? Didn't he? Lil Durk? Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. That mean the album coming out pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, you gotta I, be. I'm paying 10 bucks, so I can, right. yeah. It's gotta be an album coming out pretty soon. Like, there's no way it's not gonna be an album with you that song. You think he did it just, just in time for his Toronto Raptors to to, to be motivated on their Imagine. quest for the second championship? Well, I'm waiting for- Because he is the ambassador, right? Yeah, for he the, is the ambassador. I, don't, I doubt it that. I doubt that they he's doing it for the Toronto Raptors, nah, but- The timing couldn't have been any better. Usually the timing, you don't notice that a lot of uh, the PE sneakers come out this time because the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for Kawhi. Kawhi's yeah. coming out in fall. Kawhi sneakers. So it's been a year since the last one, right? Yeah, it's been a year. And it's, it was on his playoff run. Yeah, it was. Yeah, when because oh, yeah. uh, and then the, right after that's when he had that whole uh, like what lawsuit against with uh, Nike with Nike versus yeah. the claw logo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that sounds about right because I think it was right after it was the off season that he wanted to take trademark the logo or take take the logo, I guess, because he said he drew it first. Uh, they started naming like all the NBA teams. What do you think about Dame Lillard? So Dame Lillard is obviously MVP, right? We mm-hmm. can agree on that. He's MVP of the bubble. I know Devin Booker. He uh, played hard. He played his ass off to get uh, at least Phoenix into that playing game, but yep. fell short. Eight eight wins in a row. You can't ask for anything better, right? You can't, right? You know, uh, DeAndre Ayton finally showed why he was the number one draft pick. You know, so uh, so Booker number two. Uh, MVP yeah. uh, Lillard So you got two Two first teams Right there But th- I guess The problem is, is That we're not looking At just the bubble We're also looking At the first half Of the season too Right Yeah 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 but They They're doing the bubble They're doing, they're the, doing bubble. the bubble only yeah, Okay, they're, they're, okay. But so it's gonna be Giannis cool. for the, the whole season Is gonna be Giannis well, Giannis not the bubble though, because Giannis yeah. played I think two or three yeah, games. Yeah, they're not the going to be the bubble, so but the whole season is going to be Giannis. For MVP. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, most the likely. bubble really don't LeBron matter. LeBron can come close, but I think it's Giannis. Yeah. Giannis is going to win it all. Yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, Lillard, I like Lillard, but mm-hmm. these eight games, you know, mm-hmm. what happened to the other games? Like he mm-hmm. he wasn't really dominating in the other games. Now these eight games, yeah, he was. He mm-hmm. was dominating, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. It might be a little. I think it'll go to Game Six with Lakers, and they're gonna lose. That's why I think. A, a lot of like the the analysts or former NBA NBA players are all saying about six or seven. I don't see a seven. I definitely don't. I don't. See I a think seven. it's definitely a six. The the problem with with um with Portland, they don't really play defense to to try to stop AD and LeBron. Yep. You know, and who knows if Rondo will come back? Not that it's gonna matter because mm-hmm. he's not a, really a scorer, but he is a facilitate facilitator. So he can get the ball to who can score and uh, Portland can't do defense on those guys. Hey, so they can't play defense. I don't whatsoever. see I don't see Portland I don't see an an upset at all. I don't, I don't see an upset whatsoever. Do. Whatsoever. Just like I don't see an upset with Dallas and Clippers either. I think uh, that's gonna nah, be No, not at all. You know the funny thing about that game is that the third, probably the third best play. I mean, you can probably argue with Kawhi is uh, Doncic, right? So I think yeah. it's, I think it's Devo, the, um Booker, third youngest best player. Yeah. So, but I'm saying for this bubble, I think Doncic was probably the third best player in this yep. bubble. You know, you can it was, argue it was uh, definitely Lillard, Booker, and Doncic. Yeah. And then it was Kawhi, probably like fifth or sixth. Yeah, he wasn't exactly. like the the. The best because you have Carol Levert was really yeah. balling out of control. That's right. That's um, right. Yeah, for who uh, else you had? Uh, Brooklyn. Um, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, 
Yeah, I don't think it's going to be an upset. But it's funny. Those three names we just said, all three names, other than Booker, because Booker's not in the play, all of them are probably not going to go to the second round. Probably. So it really comes down to the team. And I think overall, and I know we're going to go back and forth on it, I think Lakers are the best overall team. Clippers arguably may be the best, may have the best bench. And I think that's where that if they were to to go against the Lakers, that's where they could win. But we won't find out. We won't find the out until Western then, Conference Who final. knows? There might be a – don't be surprised mm-hmm. if someone get a mm-hmm. – Upset. Yeah. So uh, I'm the ones I like. I love the the first round. I don't really care about the one versus eight, two versus seven. Mm-hmm. Is that four versus five? That's always been the great round. So the the four versus five. Which which is the best four versus five right now? It so gotta be Thunder versus Rockets. Yeah, I was looking at Houston or OKC. Yep. Versus uh, Miami, Indiana. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If Ch- Warren was another one who was great in the bubble right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I just don't think yeah. Miami but have a lot of firepower. They, they shoot a lot. They, they they, a lot uh, of one of the players that got injured, um, was it? Uh, yeah, but he got injured in the beginning. TJ Warren kind of filled that void. Yeah. No, I'm saying for Miami, uh, was it? Um, one of the players was injured the other day. I think it was like Friday he got yeah, hurt. So Miami's know. down a starter. But at the end of the day, that's that's gonna be a one, and it's the, really the semifinals. Is that's really the mm-hmm. ones I, I mm-hmm. want to watch? How, how poetic is it that you have OKC against Houston, where you have uh, Russell Westbrook playing his whole career in OKC, then going to Houston only to play OKC? Almost kind of like to say, like I took you guys for the last what nine years, I think, right? Yep. Nine years to the playoffs. I leave, and you guys are right there. In the playoffs, because without a lot of people underestimate Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a, a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. for, future Hall of Famer, That's one right. of the best point guards we've ever oh, seen in absolutely. life. Absolutely, we can't really put no championships on his label because mm-hmm. he really did try. He just obviously two years ago when he had, was in Houston, mm-hmm. he could have got that championship. Mm-hmm. But injuries sometimes will plague a lot of players, yeah. you know. Yeah. But he's he's phenomenal. And, and then uh, Harden, a former Thunder as well, he's has another chance. Yeah. Like, dude, let me ask: In your opinion, is he probably in the playoff? The most overrated player when it comes to the playoff being that high, high end uh, offensive player. You know, shooting to the hole. I think he can he, even pass. I think he's overrated, but the problem is he chokes in the playoffs. Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah. like he he has all this like props and everything. As soon as the playoffs starts, we feel like he's gonna show up, and he, and never, he never really shows, shows up. Because you know that last game with uh, Golden State when they could have went to the championship. Nope, didn't do it. They literally was shooting. They, mm-hmm. I, I think at the time they missed like. 39 yeah, threes. Right like, come on. Yeah, like, right that's ridiculous. But, so, so who's taking that then? Uh, I have a feeling because I think because Westbrook is injured, mm-hmm. I have a feeling OKC will win that. Because Westbrook is injured right now. I don't think he's going to play the first three games, mm-hmm. but he's injured. So it's going to definitely, I feel like it's going to be OKC. Okay. But the next round is going to be a tough one because mm-hmm. obviously those are the ones that we have to really, yeah. really worry about. Because yeah. they have, let's say OKC. OKC could give uh, LA Clippers, LA Lakers an L. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I don't know Denver. No, Nuggets. I don't think so. I don't think, think it's so. But Denver uh, Nuggets, OKC? Denver Nuggets is a tough matchup. Denver Nuggets for sure. Although yeah. Clippers Denver never lose Lakers? to Denver Nuggets. You know, Clifford never lost to Denver Nuggets in the the first the the was it? They lost once actually. Did they lose one? They lost once. You talking about last year? This year they lost. Oh, you talking once. the bubble? I thought you said playoffs. Nine bubble. the bubbles in the whole year. The the bubbles only eight games. Oh, they yeah, only yeah. won. They only lost once. Yeah, they played really well with them. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, Kawhi Leonard did average 28 points in the bubble. Yeah. So a lot of people forget that. He really was good in the bubble. He was efficient and good. And Paul George's, Paul George's look like he's very healthy right now. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But it's going to be a good NBA season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game I'm, I'm excited to, to watch. I mean, 
I, I like the Portland uh, Lakers game, but the game I really, really I'm excited to watch is the Celtics. You know, against the, mean, yeah. against uh, well, mine has been Simmons at this point, but Celtics are good. They do. Celtics looks they're really good. good. You know, they have just all the young players. They're so young, and sometimes they just uh, they always disappoint uh-huh. you when it comes to certain things. Yeah. No, I was I think Milwaukee is not that young. Yeah, I think he's like 29. Yeah, but they. But I think Milwaukee is the Marcus Smart. I think is also thirty. Yeah, but still, you got yeah. the most important player. Tatum and Brown is really mm-hmm. the most important. And then obviously you. What's have, going on uh, with Kimba? I, I he's injured. He's another one who's yeah. injured. How, Hayward don't play a lick of defense. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough to but beat it's, Milwaukee. Uh, it's well, well, the first round. So, you, so I guess we agree that they're gonna beat Philly, no problem. Oh yeah, Joel Embiid is not. They don't have Ben Simmons. Harris is, is yeah. not gonna make the difference of what uh, Ben Simmons was bringing to yep. the table. Horford, yeah, I think episode two. I think you said no you didn't really no, like Horford I don't like Horford yeah so you know so so at least we can agree Celtics are taking it taking that one okay. that's an easy one so I think the, that's the easy only one. team Celtics can't take is Milwaukee Milwaukee probably Miami have a hot streak sometime they'll I said creep Miami's up on popcorn you. muscles yeah, I said they, that they creep up on you sometime but mm-hmm. as a, in a seven game series mm-hmm. I don't know if they can win but it hit, it's a hit or miss. Okay. The question is, I want someone to beat Milwaukee because I really don't feel like uh, that's a great team. Yeah, maybe my magic could do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, no they no, lost no. Uh, Jonathan yeah, Isaac. That, that's not Aaron happen. Gordon is. Uh, that's not happening. Tell it's, it's Jonathan, not happen. I know. It's next not. time, you know, if he would have just. Uh, they need uh, Shaq and Anthony yeah. Hardaway or Penny yeah, Hardaway right now. He need more than that. He need yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> he need that whole team from back in the day. Oh, yeah. We need Dwight too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need Dwight, Shaq, and Penny all. All ready to go. Don't By the way, Tracy McGrady was on the team too. Yeah. And don't Tracy sleep too. on uh, Toronto Raptors though. Don't sleep on Toronto. Uh, so I say, don't sleep on those guys. Here's the thing with Toronto, and and this is probably like in that OKC uh, Houston where you can kind of flip a coin almost. It can go either way, almost uh-huh. either way. Is that uh, Brooklyn? I know they don't have Kyrie, you know Durant. I I get that, but could you could you look at a team that really has no superstar to be that good? Isn't that Brooklyn right now? Every team right now has a a, a, a superstar, at least an all star at yeah, one point. General, right? General Levert is he no, he's not all star, yeah, but he is right. balling. I thought Dinwiddie was an all star. No, 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 yeah. no. He, uh, you know, what's funny about it's funny. I was about to bring him up. Does he still have the COVID? I mean, he should. It should be over at this point. But they haven't released that he's coming back to the team. Yeah. It's been way over fourteen days since he 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 caught the virus. Yeah, I don't know. But I, no, he wasn't an all star either. Though. He wasn't all star. No, yeah, an all star either. That's gonna be a scary team next year. Yeah. Yeah, the next year is gonna be a scary team. So yeah, I don't know. Well, that should be a good matchup because you got Toronto. Yep, uh, trying to repeat with the coach of the year. You know that should be, I would think, in my opinion, probably the toughest. I think that's gonna go to Game Seven. Yeah, it will. That's the Game Seven. I yeah. think. Uh, I think so. I think so too. So like, if if otherwise the the Denver Utah, Denver you know. Denver is a hit or miss, but they they have a lot of talent. And that mm-hmm. that kid Porter Jr. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. Oh, if yeah. he start going crazy on, on oh, everybody, yeah. that's gonna be a tough yeah. matchup. But Utah, yeah. no, I don't Jamal think Jamal Murray. Uh, he, he Jamal, yeah, he he scored fifty yeah. points. I think yeah. in the last game. I just don't think um, Utah has enough firepower for anyone. Mm-hmm. They used to play good defense. I still mm-hmm. don't think they play good defense. But they don't. Have, I don't well, think they have the, enough. The good firepower. defense. I think it really lies just with Rudy Gobert. I think yeah. he's the guy that's really the the defensive guy, the juggernaut per se. That he's the one that you can't go that low. So at that point, all you have to do is shoot. And then you know whatever teams they're playing against, if they're not shooting, that's when you're getting rebounds. And then Utah's going the other way. Yeah. You know, um, you know besides him, Mitchell obviously he's he's an all star. Uh, who else could step up? I think for that. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, so I, I think Utah, Denver, I think Denver takes that one. Yeah, Denver, Denver takes that one. 
I mean, it, it really, really gets interesting once, like you said, you get into that second round or even the Western Conference. Because yeah. we really want to get down to really two teams, matchups on each side, right? We want the Lakers against the Clippers. That's the matchup, right? Doesn't matter what Houston does. If OKC goes to the second round, doesn't matter. What matters is Lakers, Clippers. Then on the East, it's Milwaukee, Boston. Yeah. The Celtics, yeah. the Bucks. that's the matchup. And then when you get to the finals. Now, do you agree, as I think, whoever wins between the, Lip, the Clippers and the Lakers wins like, the whole thing? Oh, yeah. Definitely. So Milwaukee's not going to Although, give it. you know, I always I feel like Milwaukee. Because Milwaukee was the preseason. Yeah. Milwaukee was a team that everybody that that's in the in the game or whatever predicted would win the championship. They got to prove it to me. Other someone other than Giannis. And they, as I said before, the way they stop Giannis. No. Chris Middleton, no. Chris uh, no. The only way to stop Giannis, don't make him drive. He can't shoot still. <laughs> I don't care. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, he's up and shooting." <laughs> he he still shoot. can't shoot. He still can't shoot. Yeah. Like yeah, a lot of they're gonna keep on saying, "Oh, he's his field goal." If you're horrible at shooting before, yeah, you got to shoot like three yeah, or more. You're not, you're not better now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not better. You're now. not Kawhi. You're no, not Kawhi. No. You're not even LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron can't really shoot, mm-hmm. but he's effective. Mm-hmm. So until he he prove it to me, yeah. it's not gonna happen. Clutch too at times. Exactly. You, gotta, you, gotta give you think here's... I'm worried about Giannis being clutch? Nah, uh, Have you watched all the games? This year, a lot of people leave them open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people leave them open. And it, that, it looks awkward, too. Yeah, like it does. That, that shot, you know, it's just Remember, that awkward. Big, not a Markel Fultz awkward. Not Who's the most awkward shot? Rich Han- Rick Hamilton? Of all time? Yeah, Richard Hamilton. Uh, well, of all time, I, do you remember Bo Outlaw back in the sure. day? Marcus Camby? Uh, Camby had one. There was um, one of the Barrys. Remember John Barry uh, yeah. and Brent Barry? Yeah, I forgot yeah. which one. They had a, a kind of a, a weird type of shot. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Right now. He can't shoot, though. No, he, no. He got better, right? He got he, better. He's got better, but it's, uh, you know, and I love the player. You know, he's, he plays for my team. I, but I feel like somebody he just gets lucky. Yeah. yeah like, it yeah. just comes out like, but oh, Mark- went in. Marcus Camby had yeah. a weird shot. Yeah, he, his yeah. shot was was a center shot. Yeah, it was you know? it was so slow. Because when he was playing for UMass, yeah. I don't think he beyond free throw line he never really shoot. Yeah, nah. yeah. So when he goes to NBA, he kind of had to develop it a little bit. I think he just was a guy kind of like Shaq. You know how Shaq yeah. changed his free throw yeah. shots like eight times. What about in his but oh, you know who it was uh, Tajon Prince. Tajon oh, Tajon Prince. That's a good one a, for Detroit. Yeah, Rick, yeah, yeah. Both of them, Rick Hamilton oh, yeah. and Tajon Prince. Rick, well, they Rick, Rick Hamilton, he had that two, kind of like Steph Curry, yeah. that two-hand shot, but Steph just makes it look pretty, yeah. you know? But you're right. Uh, yeah, Richard Hamilton, he had that, like, just shoot it with two hands. Uh, did, did you know this? Richard Hamilton actually uh, was not coach, but... Uh, like uh, mentored by Michael Jordan with yeah, the, the Wizards. Yeah, Wizards. He was in with the Wizards. Wizards. Yeah, so he, that, I think then, he was really good in UConn too. He was really he was good, good in UConn. Calhoun it, and all. But he didn't really blow up till after he went to Detroit. But it's kind of like almost yeah. like all the years with with well, Jordan. With Chauncey Dub was the man in Detroit. Chauncey yeah. was great. Yeah. He had a great shot. Um, yeah. there, there was another uh, another shooter. Yeah, I was just I thinking know. of too. It was that a had lot a, of ugly shooters. Ugly, ugly shot. Yeah, Kyle Corver had a sweet shot. Right, his was sweet. Right, his was just a nice flow. But it's 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 like one of those things where like nowadays if you can't shoot you can't go nowhere and I think Giannis he's just putting up the best overall look right he's, yeah. he he's not he's not trying to be that that down low type player he wants to be an all around player and trying to shoot too you know yeah. you know yeah, Dwight Howard so. um, Dwight Howard had an ugly shot too yeah he Kevin, really Kevin Martin had an ugly shot. They say Kevin Martin had an ugly shot. They yeah. say Joe Kinoa had an ugly shot. Joe Kinoa. Oh, oh, there you go. That, that's uh, that's who I was thinking, but didn't think of his name right away. Joe Kinoa had a 
horrible ugly shot. Tayshawn Prince had an ugly shot. Yeah, too. he had it. Yeah, yeah. But Tayshawn, he he could shoot because he was a lefty. Joe. Yeah, he was a lefty. You know who else had a, a, a that two-handed weird shot? And and if anybody never seen it, you got to go on YouTube and see it. Remember Sean Marion? That's a uh, yeah. Sean Marion used to just throw it up. Yeah, like it, <laughs> like it looked. He looked like he wasn't aiming it. He was just throwing it, hoping that it would go in. He yeah. just said, "All right, if I just lift this up in the air." It might hit the rim and go in, or I might backboard it, right? Yeah, he has a weird shot. His was like... Kinda, he wet them, though. Oh, yeah. He was good. He was an all-star, too. Yeah. You know, he was part of that Phoenix team with... Um, what is it? Um, he was in Steve Dallas. Nash. He was a part of that Dallas team that won the championship, too. Yeah, he, but... Yeah, he was. But that was... He was coming off the bench. Jason Terry, yeah. you know, Dirk. You know, they're the ones that really kind of pushed it. I think Jason Kidd was also part of that team. But, like, he was... When he was at his best was when he was with Phoenix. You know, mm-hmm. with Steve Nash. Um, uh, what is it? Stoudemire. And I think... Remember that whole... The, the team left the bench and Stoudemire was suspended and yep. that, that brawl. Uh, I forgot what team it was. If it was, it was, it was in uh, San Antonio, was it? I forgot. Uh, it was the Detroit versus Indiana. No, this was like in the house um, in the palace. No, not that one. No, it was, it was one. a playoff. It was playoff. But Stoudemire got suspended because he, he stepped on the court. I don't know. if Oh, uh, that was Phoenix Suns versus Lakers. It was Lakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that one. And and. They could have won that game, and because of suspension, they didn't yeah. play the next yeah. game, game seven. And then they won. Lakers yeah, took lost. it. Yeah. But that that was uh, – and plus, that was also when Steve Nash, I believe, won back-to-back MVP. That's when, when uh, the Kobe Bryant hated Rajah Bell. Yeah, yeah. Rajah Bell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah that was yep. like a big one. Yeah, that was definitely a big one. But So, Sean Marion, he had – it's funny. As ugly as his shot is, you know, it's, he had great, success, great success. But it's going to be a good NBA. Uh, I'm excited. NBA team. But one thing I wanted to do before we um, – Go further. Rest in peace, Cannon. Hennett. Hennett. Rest in peace, Cannon. It's a horrible, horrible death. Um, obviously, a neighbor came into close yeah. range and killed him. Yeah, the young, um, yeah, the a boy. lot of people, and I said rest in peace, but a lot what of was people. He, six, five, it's five, five years old. A lot of people try to use him as like a, a way of just saying, "Hey, see, they don't do it." That's not but, right because it's too. It's isolated. It's yeah, different. Two different type yeah. of stories. One is that first of all, the justice already been made. They're gonna they lock him up. They're probably gonna use him as an example. Most likely, gonna get life in prison. The other, the people are still walking free. Um, they obviously some got arrested, but you can't use those two. It's two different type of situations. Uh, whether you like it or not, um, canon justice will be made. It's a horrible, horrible death. Uh, we're not going to condone it. Uh, I don't like the situation because he's such a young boy. Uh, he didn't even live his life yet. But two different type of situations. What happened to George Floyd was a totally different situation. Those They was not was they was they not going to get arrested until we had that uh, that riot or, or we had a protest. So totally different. So mm-hmm. I always have to tell people, I see a lot of people on my, my Facebook saying, well, how can you have outrage? I saw some of that, too. Some oh, yeah. of my fa- it, what it, kind of outrage can you have if someone's already... It's completely different. Totally you know? completely different. You know, a lot of... And it's just, it just pains me that a lot of people don't get it. Mm-hmm. And they still won't get it. No matter what you do, they still won't get it. Mm-hmm. And, they, and as I said before, with Kamala Harris, they're going to use her uh, skin color mm-hmm. to actually... To actually try to bring her down, yeah, yeah denigrate so. her name, yep, because of this or this is what she does and and other things like that. It's just horrible. So as I said before, um, rest in peace to Cannon. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of a tough situation, but rest in peace. Okay, yeah, very tragic. Yeah, it's very tragic. But what else we got on? What else we got to uh, talk I, about? Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Did uh, did you get any females on your Facebook anywhere else? 
uh, on TV talking about the the WAP video. I see it every. I see it on the news. I see it on TV. The females so, are not liking the Cardi some B. People, but you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, yeah. and a lot of the females are trying to say, "Well, men do it. Why can't we do it?" So mm-hmm. it is. I get it. I, I'm but, all, I'm all, I'm for women to yeah. to speak. You know, but empowerment and all oh, absolutely. That. But that exactly. little thing down your throat, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put that. In there. But you know, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You gotta understand. It's not, that song. Yeah. That song is not for everybody. Yeah. Just like um, a lot of the the men's songs now. You know, I used to listen to a lot of rap. The the whole um, I love rap. Yeah, me too. On there. But I'm an R&B, so I'm an R&B guy. Mm-hmm. I like that more than rap. It's mm-hmm. always been my thing. That's why you see me like Usher, Chris Brown, and all those people more Ke- than rap. Keith Sweat. <laughs> Keith Sweat was my thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to be open-minded to listen to a lot of these songs yeah. these days. And I, I like rap because mm-hmm. the, the beat is good. Mm-hmm. It just is. I'm not going to. I can't listen to it on mm-hmm. the car ride home. Well, the rap, the yeah. rap song. Oh yeah, yeah, of course not. Not oh, yeah. the kids in there. Yeah, yeah. Probably if the let's saying if you want to spice up your relationship, listen to yeah. a rap song while you having sex. Yeah, why That's not? How it goes. So Macanelli. Yeah, Macanelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the best sex song? You can't. Uh, is it WAP? <laughs> is it uh, WAP or WAP? Uh, it's WAP. Yo, what, what, WAP. what about the LL Cool J doing it? Remember, like doing uh, it, doing nah, it. Doing I'd it. always felt like R and B is a, a, the better sex song than a I rap gotcha. song. Uh, you can you can't have sex in. Uh, on a, like a rap song It's kind of crazy You can't You can't um, Yeah I can't think of uh, Of a rap song You can really get busy with you Yeah know? you can't get busy With a rap you song know? Brian McKnight I mean he can have You can just put something From Brian McKnight And you're, it's yeah. already a go See I listen to every song That's what mm-hmm. a lot of people forget They, they keep their minds closed mm-hmm. and always want to listen to just rap and rap mm-hmm. only. I listen mm-hmm. to R and B, rap. Mm-hmm. I listen to some soul, mm-hmm. some little bit of Christian gospel. Mm-hmm. I listen to everything. Yeah, I just don't listen. I just don't listen to country. Music. I can't do yeah. the country thing. Can't do the country either. The uh, rock and roll. You is some songs in rock and roll. That's yeah, really that's not good. bad. Like like the, remember the song? Uh, is it Guns N' Roses? Put some sugar on me. Is that yeah. Guns Hit remember me that? with your best shot. shot. Yeah, yeah, that shit. Yeah, you know yeah. you know how people black people listen to a country song when you play Guitar Hero. Everybody. I played Guitar Hero back in the day. Yeah, yeah. They hit me with your best shot. <laughs> guitar Hero made yeah, everybody yeah, think they, they're freaking yeah. the Google Doc. Yeah, all over the place. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's some really hot. Uh, like, uh, remember, uh, I smell sex and candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good rock. The song only right country there. song I know is like a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that. One. There's a few out there that. Um, was it Dolly Parton? She had a oh, uh, there's one by um, Kenny Rogers. There's yeah. uh, 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 you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold yeah. them. You know, that's a good Dolly Parton has some nice ass breasts though. Oh yeah, she's uh, beautiful all face huh? still. Uh, all fake. Probably she's a all fake. multi multi millionaire. Yeah, she's so all why fake. not? My grandmother like Dolly Parton. I was like, my she's, grandma. She was pretty. I'm like she's grandma, you really like this? Like she's like yeah, yeah Dolly Parton. Yeah, she probably Dolly has Parton. Some good music. You know yeah. she's Jamaican, so she got that Dolly yeah. Parton. Yeah, because it's like like my um my aunt she she has uh, two sons that she named after uh, one after Elvis and one after Michael Jackson. So there's Mike and Elvis. So Mike and so Elvis. yeah. So like her coming from K Verge, so she just listened to music and she was like, I love Elvis. I love Michael yeah. Jackson. She didn't know who they were. You know, we're talking about K Verge where they're playing K Verdian. You know, so yeah, that Zook. Well, so I don't think we have anything else to talk about. Uh, yeah, there was that. Uh, beyond that, I think uh, then we covered it all today. I think it was a great, great episode. So as I said before, we got to make sure everybody you know. Remember, we got a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Listen to us sometimes, okay? So we're going to be out of here. Until next time, I'll talk to you all later. 
Dipset. <laughs>